Ultra. Uh, welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on Minute 98, which begins with Danny telling Angel that he thought he was a goner and ends with Roy and Mary opening fire from behind the bar. And uh, we have Mark from the DCEU Minute back. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, this is our... This is our big, uh, uh, the, do- the doctor is in the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Hatcher is an interesting character. The idea that Dr. Hatcher thinks it's rather fitting that he should be the one to kill Danny since he brought him into this world. <laughs> it's is, a stretch. It's a, it's a, not only is it a stretch, but I feel like it's, it is a, it is a level of of uh, I don't know like faux importance. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you brought lots of people into the world. You're a doctor. <laughs> like that's part of <laughs> what your job is. Like what do you what do you like what like what like I you know I just I don't I don't really see. Yeah, it's a stretch. Like I don't I don't the the connection is uh, tenuous at best. It's like you know he he he's like I had to say something. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and that's the best it can come up it's, with. It's um, it, it. I guess it. It's weird, but it's like putting yourself in that mindset. It, it is a comedy movie, but like in the sense of these, this NWA, these citizens who who truly believe that what they're doing is for the greater good. Um, it is the doctor thinking that what he does is good, and, and bringing people into this world is also something that he loves doing, and and his his version of peace is. Uh, it's questionable. Um, and, and he, I like how you said it was like faux importance because he really does believe that what he's doing is, is similar to like the ending of old yeller kind of thing where it's like, I, like it's only fitting that I do the one I'm the one who ends Danny or, you know, and it's like, it's, it is so misplaced. Like his, his, his way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it, it is, it's just a fascinating perspective, and mm-hmm. it really does to sh- go to show you how skewed the NWA's perspective really is. Like to the point where he thinks he has a point here, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like, what in what universe does this make any sense? Uh, uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, but you know, it, it, it's not great in a in a, a per- in a way that is obviously on purpose. Um. And uh, and I like that a lot, but yeah. uh, but uh, Doctor Hatcher is uh, is very interesting, and I also I just love his general sort of attitude as he walks toward them with that with that gun, um, and and just uh, just like his his sort of line reading mm-hmm. on that. It's big colonizer energy. <laughs> yes, I love that very much. So yeah, <laughs> I love that big colonizer energy. <laughs> oh man, 
Um, I love it and I hate and, it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and him just saying, shut up, Danny, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, is pretty good. Um, yeah. Also, uh, Danny being very upset that Dr. Hatcher is in on it. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Hatcher, no. It's so like, it's very Goonies. It's very melodramatic. Yeah. It's it's almost like because he already knows that his dad is a part of this whole thing, so it's <laughs> almost like he for a while he believed that Doctor Hatcher was the only good <laughs> member um, because he hadn't seen him be a part of it yet. Or yeah, something. just the reveal that he was holding out just like a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Hatcher, no. <laughs> like, who? I mean, you oh, would think yeah. like Nicholas Angel walking in on a horse with with like two shotguns on him, you'd be like. Hopefully, you know, the doctor will just not fight back or something like that, or that Danny mm-hmm. wouldn't have to be the one to, you know, blow his foot off. But it's like... I'm going to have to kill it, you. Yeah, it's like almost like there's there's something, I guess now looking back, because Nick Frost has done so many different performances in, in film, it's going back to this kind of character who is so distraught and, and so naive, naive but innocent, and like it's it's just so heartbreaking that this kid even though he's like a grown man but it's like a kid and it's like <laughs> i do feel so bad for him that his world his his perspective has just been so destroyed <laughs> yeah so many tenements of his world have, have been uprooted in mm-hmm. the past like 12 hours <laughs> 12 hours yeah absolutely this is his violent rebirth Ooh. yeah his coming of age it's true it's the episode title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I might use I might use colonizer energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could could really go either way. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but uh, I uh, yeah, I just I I do like this. I I wonder if do you guys think that the gun toss that. Uh, that ends with um, with with Dr. Hatcher's toes being blown off. <laughs> do you think that this was this is a happy accident, or do you think that Danny had somehow planned for that to happen? He saw it. In a movie. I always read it. I always read it as like, yeah, like intentional. Like I saw it in a movie. Definitely, like you know, one in a million. Sh- I can't. I don't know. I don't know how easy that is in real life. But the look on Nick Frost's face to me is definitely like, here goes nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. throw this shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's true. It's it's probably from a movie. I, I I'm not sure what movie it, it might be referencing, but it's it was definitely something I was. And I think even the first time I saw the movie, the way he threw the shotgun, you, like seeing it for the first time, you you kind of go, is is this gun gonna fire when he drops it? Because it's is that how mm-hmm. you're supposed to throw one of those? Yeah. <laughs> it's like is yeah is it, if you throw it like that is it intentionally going to fire like is that something people practice <laughs> I, I guess it, it passes that very really the only thing that matters in a movie is that like it feels like it could have happened in the moment when watching the movie mm-hmm. you just you you buy those physics yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah it hits a cobblestone it moves it's 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 an interesting uh, Nick, Nick Frost performance as Danny in the moment is interesting because you're right. There is a, a an expression, a distinct expression of here goes nothing where he's making firm eye contact with Dr. Hatcher as he throws the shotgun. Um, but then when the shotgun goes off and blows his toes off, Danny's expression is like kind of in surprise. Like I a think- little bit. 
Which I think is also very realistic because that probably isn't a detail in like a Michael Bay movie. Well, mm-hmm. Michael Bay, yeah, because Michael Bay loves my violence. But like, you don't think about that in real life. About toes like, being blown off? Like the messy details. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a Seth Rogen the messy move. Messy details. Like, that is that funny story. That's what I call my toes. The messy details. Uh, oh no. <laughs> that's a great name for a band. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> oh man. A lot um, of shotguns, man. This whole minute. Yeah, a lot of shotguns. A lot of shotguns. They're just cool. Then they go into the pub. I mean, I don't want to over. I don't want to undersell. Yeah, motherfucker, because that's yeah. always like a big like applause. Oh moment. yeah. Well, well, even before that happens, uh, as as uh, as Hatcher's going down, he like grabs his feet. <laughs> or his foot. Oh yeah, it's it's so great. It's so prolonged and and really great watching him go down and hold his foot. Um, well, the movie has a couple of those moments that you keep bringing up, Scott, of like showing the thing, like like cocking it again and again and again for effect. Even though yes. like it only happens once. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, there's uh, what what what's interesting about that moment is that um, in the uh, in the script, it's actually um, it's actually Hatcher's knee that gets hit by the shotgun, <laughs> which to me is worse. Yeah. Oh well, but it is it is worse, but it's not as funny. That's, that's true. And, yeah, and I think that's why it changed because it's funnier for him to grab his foot. Than it would be to grab his knee. Like his knee, that's not funny. Like getting your knee blown off isn't funny. Yeah. Um, but there's something inherently goofy about getting your toes blown off. Yeah. 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 And having those that's- toes, like those prosthetics, like those things like fly off in, in yeah. the explosion to see that is almost like <laughs> there's something visually, I don't want to say appealing, but I guess well, more comical. So over the top and satisfying yeah. in like an action yeah. movie way. I guess because you've seen such violence directed because of these people, it's cathartic to see it happening to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the bit where Angel says uh, in the film, he says, you're a doctor, deal with it. And then Danny, <laughs> Danny responds with, yeah, motherfucker, um, <laughs> which is which is a great moment. But it's so funny because in the script, that moment is given to Angel in the oh, script. Really? The line is, you're a doctor. Deal with it, motherfucker. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if is, I like that. Which is so much more hardcore. Oh man, yeah, it's so like that, it's not it's not played as a joke. It's just like Angel using a bad word. And I don't know if he would do that. I don't know if he'd be like Kermit. No. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like in the world where Angel is played by Kermit, like it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. it it weirdly makes more sense for Fozzie to drop the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, an F bomb than it does Kermit. Um I, so yeah. it's um, very it's very interesting. Um but yeah, I love this. I love this uh, this this moment here, which is a uh, this is this is a uh, Michael Bay moment, right? This, this bad boys around? too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely very yeah. bad boys yeah. too. And like, yeah, putting on the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah. that this is that bad boys too moment where it's like where Danny and, and I guess that's a whole point in, in this minute where it, where it is Danny throwing the shotgun and like you've had. Nicholas Angel come in and and be that highly executable, you know, person tech tactician kind of where his action was very precise and he, that's just how, who Nicholas Angel has been this entire movie. But in order 
for success, Danny has to tap into that Michael Bayness and throw a shotgun or do something like opening a car door, something that's like very unorthodox. And that's his play style that he brings into the action. And mm-hmm. so it's like, that's, that's the beauty of his character. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's, his, his action bits are all uh, about a billion times more self-aware mm-hmm. than Nicholas. Cause Nick, cause the thing with Nicholas angel is that Nicholas angel just is unironically an action hero. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the character in those movies. He's been fighting it this whole time, but that is who he is like fundamentally deep down inside. That is who he is and who he's always been. But Danny is being who he is and being aware of these action movie tropes can play with those things and, and, and make more obvious references to them because it's not the film making an homage to those moments. It's Danny himself, yeah. the character yeah. making homage homages to those moments. Um, and it's, uh, it, it makes everything very, like a lot more satisfying as a result. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, mm-hmm. honestly, if there was a, if there was more of a, a of a, a beat in this moment where he would have been like, where'd you learn to throw that shotgun? I saw it in a movie. And it's like, all right. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Um, and this is this. It's funny because this is a, this is the Michael Bay, uh, a Michael Bay shot. And then we get another one later on that is also a very distinctive, similar Michael Bay shot with like the helicopter going overhead um, move that that he loves so much. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is uh, specifically the uh, the sort of like spin around transition shot that uh, mm-hmm. that he likes a lot and is um, it also um is it also a shawn of the dead thing or am i making that up where it's like where they just say pub so. and they're like oh okay sure oh that yeah for sure yeah well it was yeah. earlier in this movie okay sorry they they blend together <laughs> so, oh no you're yeah. fine yeah but yeah it was all it was like what they were saying in the locker room mm-hmm. 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 um so uh yeah i and i love i love that because it's the you know it's sort of playing up the the casual nature of how they're feeling right now mm-hmm. where they're just like we finally become what we have always meant to have been and so let's just keep it let's let's continue keeping it casual let's let's, let's just, put on these just sunglasses. another day at the office <laughs> good stuff uh, i love this is, movie uh, i'm happy for both of them yeah it's pretty great, um, and then I love that they uh, they I, I love two things about this about this uh, this bar sequence. One that they throw the sign into the pub to break open the window, and the sign says "Come on in," um, which is just my favorite kind of Edgar Wright joke. And then the fact that there's a sign on the bar that says two shooters for the price of one." Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so good so such like just gems of uh of of visual edgar wright humor yeah absolutely because i think um i think in tomorrow's minute that joke comes back again but we'll we'll save it <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um i'm digging their their strategy it's like look we're gonna hold down our tavern yeah 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 you and me bonnie and clyde yeah and that's another another thing that's so cool about this whole scene is is the fact that they said for this movie that they were going to have this action scene like travel and go into each of these different scenarios and allow the action to breathe because normally with action that goes on this long it can get like uh what do they call like action fatigue or whatever and it's like yes you can get very tired of it but the fact that they're like okay we'll have 
the 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 priest scene, and then you have you know Bernard with the old man with the sword, and like every single it, there there are many many scenes within scenes. Yeah, and it's it's so breathable and 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 living, and that's I guess another reason why it's so it just works so well. Yeah, each each bit is a distinct character moment, mm-hmm. uh, which which allows it 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 all makes up a larger action sequence. But you don't get the action movie fatigue from the sequence because of that, because you're you're getting little bite sized chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which which is uh, which is definitely important um, for pacing, I think. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. And in, in, it definitely, um, I think Nick was right in pointing out. It's definitely, uh, reminds me of Bonnie and Clyde. It also reminds me of like, this is the second time that this movie has reminded me of a Western, um, with Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the two saloon owners protecting their saloon, Yes, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's really, it's really good. And I, I just love Mary here. Uh, you know, like Roy, Roy is, Roy is fine, but I mean, you know, he's, he's shooting it like any, any, uh, you know, larger man with a shotgun would be firing a shotgun, but her, uh, firing the shotgun, like down, like at chest level. And she's like, kind of, kind of like hunched over the shotgun. Like it's like, she's like, like a little, like a little gremlin or something. It's it's, it's fucking great seeing Julia Deacon with a shotgun. Oh man. She is just so dope. Uh, it, it looks great. It's great. Um, this is a, this is a great bit. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I have anything, uh, more for this minute, but, uh, Mark, uh, why don't we, you tell, uh, people what you've been up to? What I've been up to? Well, um, I'm <laughs> recording a bunch of stuff really. So if anyone's yeah. interested in, Hearing, oh, I don't know, if you want to hear me talk about uh, Tarantino films, you can go over to Tarantino Minute, where we're currently talking about Jackie Brown, which I must say, whether you're a fan of Tarantino or not, I think that movie is absolutely fantastic. I love that movie. Um, and if you want, are you, you're, you're so like when, when you're, when this season wraps up and you guys come back, like, are you doing, are you doing Kill Bill in one long blow or are you, are you splitting it up? I would, that's the conversation we're having now, and I th- I think yeah. we should, um, but and just call it you know Kill Bill the whole bloody minute and just do yeah just do it all together because honestly it's not my favorite <laughs> and it's you sure and I'm just like just just just, just do it all it's like well, we can talk about it and and just do it all as one um, and and just get it over with um, but it's yeah we're doing that and then. Um, I, I've never seen um, what is the other one? The Kurt Russell one. Um, what is the one he's driving the car? There's some car Tarantino film. Death, death oh, proof. Death uh, proof. N- yeah, death. Proof. Oh yeah. And then we got to talk about that one. I've never seen that one, so I'm gonna go into that one blind. Um, so I'm interested to see how that one plays out. But um, yeah, it's honestly, it's just been able to talk about Jackie Brown has been such a fun ride for me. Like I haven't gotten tired of the movie talking about it. Um, I could honestly watch that movie over and over again and enjoy it. Um, and it's not unlike, it's not like how I was with Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, two movies that people love to talk about to death. And I'm kind of, when I did those movies, I was like, all right, we're talking about it. 
and let's move on. But it's like Jackie Brown, I'm more passionate about. Like, just mm-hmm. so um, this season has been so good, and, and I just feel like we enjoy having the conversation. And our conversations on the, on the show, I feel like emulate the, the conversations that Tarantino writes in his films where it's, it's these living, breathing conversations that happen and, and like kind of like tangents, but more of like, it's just the humor that we put into the show. So I've been really proud of uh, Jackie Brown minute um, this season. And uh, another thing that Nate and I do uh, if you like to hear me talk about superheroes is we do a show called uh, Doom Patrol Radio where we talk about the DC Universe show Doom Patrol. Um, but we're also really huge fans of Doom Patrol in general. So um, that's another thing that Nate and I could talk hours and hours about. Um, but we're talking about the show. And uh, even if you don't watch the show, but you want to hear us talk about Doom Patrol, uh, come join us because it's a great time. And I love talking that about that. show them. is... That show is single-handedly worth the uh, the price of uh, DC. Universe. We talk about it all the time, but it's like we were talking about it yesterday because we did an episode yesterday, and it was like they who signed off on this, who gave us this privilege of being able to talk about this show. Like, yeah. out of all the shows that can get like a budget like that and be like, oh, we're gonna bring this comic book character to life and have a TV show, it's like they were like, oh yeah, we'll Doom Patrol. And we're over here like what like this is yeah. you are you lying right now because it's it's been such a blessing and it's such a miracle that we're able to talk about um these comic book characters that we we've been talking about off mic for the longest time and so when they announced the show we were like we have to do it we have to have a podcast to talk about them because i can't live and and know that someone else is doing it and we're not talking about yeah. them because what I've learned from Doom Patrol, like reading and, and it's it's just I don't know. I've had such an emotional attachment to that that series. So mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Yeah, it's really, really it's 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 good. It's really good. Um, so, uh, yeah. So check those shows out uh, and uh, check out uh, uh, DCEU Minute as well uh, mm-hmm. for Mark. Uh, guys are about wrapping up on Suicide Squad and then going on hiatus mm-hmm. until Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman right? Minute. We're going to yeah. we're gonna do it. I'm excited. Favorite, uh, yeah. favorite of the um, Justice League members is definitely, yeah. I love Wonder Woman. I, it's another character I could talk about. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up now, but yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's that's gonna be uh, really exciting. But um, yeah, so check out all of that stuff, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with minute ninety nine for the greater good. The greater good. Uh-huh.